Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to want to be writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today we are honored. It's nighttime, but we are honored to be here with Nisha Crenshaw. Hello, everybody. For Nisha, for those of you who don't know her, you know, I've been trying to book her on the show for the last three years. Her people, her people have been like, uh, we really, uh, we, you know, we, we really, we're, we're booked out. You know, she's doing the Royal Majors when she's finished that. Not we, yet. Uh, <laughs> I still got two more to go. <laughs> two more left to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is a very talented individual, low-key just like, I don't really, you know, want to do that. But you will see, you know, if you don't know, you will get to know her today. I'm so glad that you are making time to be here. Nisha, for those that don't know, don't you share with them a little bit about yourself, how you got started on this road to running? 
Okay, so hi everybody. Everyone knows me as Nisha. Um, my full name is Tanisha. There's very few people. Well, some people call me Tanisha, but you know, most of most of my running world knows me as Nisha. How did I get started, started running? So in 2015, well, no, no, mm-hmm. te- let's go all the way back. I originally started running on a. I was demanded to run a race from my job. They were doing a charity race. It was a 5K. I was really big at the time. And my boss told me I had no choice but to run it because it was part of my job. So I did. I came in last. And I mean, you know how someone says they never come in last in a race? I've came in, I've come in last in that race. Um, it was a 5K and I was pissed off as all hell. Did not run again for another six months, but I decided to actually train for a race. Um, I did not come in last. It was a 5K. Uh, that was 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of little bits here and there kind of did some things, but didn't, it didn't connect until I decided for my weight loss. Um, and that's where it really connected with running with me, um, in 2015. Mm-hmm. What got you on this weight loss journey? What? I was fat. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Next question. We're going to get something a little bit more introspective. I'm going to be into it, but that, that's the best way I tell everyone in the beginning. Like they ask me, well, why do you want to lose weight? Well, cause I was fat. And you know, fat is, is, is very subjective to everyone. So I don't want someone to feel like I'm saying because you're fat. No, you know what your limits are. Mm-hmm. I was unhealthy. Let's be very clear. I don't care about size and weight and everything like that. That's not a big thing to me. I was extremely unhealthy. Let's mm-hmm. just call it spade a spade. So when I went to the doctor in 2015, he took my blood pressure, you know, the usual stuff, did my physical. And at the end of my physical, he had to have a conversation with me. And mm-hmm. he basically said, uh, Tanisha, we're going to do one or two things. Either you're going to start taking um, uh, high cholesterol medication as well as blood, pre- blood pressure medication because I was mm-hmm. borderline high blood pressure and my cholesterol was high. And I, I said, oh, he said, oh, you could lose the weight. And I said, give me six months. And that was it. I just, I did not want to be, I don't want to be on a pill. I don't want to have the same cycle as family members and, and things of that nature. I said, that that has to stop. Um, so it had to stop with me and, and mm-hmm. that's what it was. So, um, 265 pounds and we came down. Wow. Mm-hmm. We'll insert some claps and get the claps. Man. I got so let me start. So were you always, um, a big girl or is, is that not politically correct? No, it's not a, this, please. You're talking to me of all people. No, I don't know. The funny thing is growing up. I, you know, you don't, when you grow up in a Caribbean household, you don't know what that means in a sense, because you grow up with curves. I was always, a, uh, I was skinny as a child, like as a child, mm-hmm. child, I was skinny. You know, when I hit puberty, I got curves and everything, but I wasn't a big girl. I wasn't even big in high school. I had to look back at my pictures in high school and kind mm-hmm. of remember what size I was. And I was, I was, I was, re- I was a regular size. I was curvy, but I wasn't big. I, I used um, to sew. So like, I don't want a number. But now no, I was thinking no, like I was like a size ten. Like I was that's a size that's ten. Not big. No, I'm not big. I was a size ten. I was, and I'm five foot six, five foot seven. So I, I'm not. I was. I was an average. I'm an average mm-hmm. size person. Um, it seems like when I went to college and then doing college and then trying to work full time and manage work college full time, the weight came on. Um, and it just stayed on. And I went through this yo yo lifestyle for. I guess I would say I started gaining weight maybe probably in my mid-20s. 
mm-hmm. until my mid thirties. Gotcha. I don't know what happened and what was going on in like 2013 because it seemed like a lot of people. I'm just turning on the AC. Seemed like a lot. My AC is on already. Yeah, I was trying to. I hope you don't hear any humming. But so it seems like a lot of people started this fitness journey around 2012, 2013. I don't know what was going on during that time that that led people. They were giving out free running sneakers to black people. I think she made that up. Because I, <laughs> I didn't get my pair. If I you didn't can get my tell pair me. <laughs> so Not at all. Mm-mm. Now, I didn't know you were a sneakerhead. Until oh, I- I'm a huge sneakerhead. And the funny thing is, I became more of a sneakerhead as I got older. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, I had, I had the silver bullets. You know, I had the metallics. I had the Jordans. I had, like, one of my favorite sneakers of all time. Don't laugh at me. Was when the LA gears came out with the lights in them. <laughs> the original ones was lit lit. You stepped in lit. Like if you didn't have those, you weren't lit. Like I had Jordans and everything like that. But I think because my my lifestyle changed and what I and what I've done for a living and stuff like that, sneaker being a more of a sneakerhead has become more of it. Mm-hmm. I had to really cut down on that because it is a very expensive lifestyle. Yeah. And I can't, I can't afford that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but I have, you know, a couple of things. I, I got a pair of silver bullets again. I have a pair of gold metallic 97s. I got um, the Jordan ones that are the Black History Month one, which mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have. I have the Chicken and Waffle Dunks. I have What the Dunks. I have Space Jams. So I have some... So some where do you store all these at? In my bedroom. Like, like all the sneakers. Yeah, like I have a wall. With sneaker boxes, I need to do better because I do want to go to the container store and buy the clear boxes and take all the sneaker boxes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to say I'm the greatest sneakerhead. There's way more people that's way bigger than in me. But for a girl at my age, yeah, you know, and that age is 12. Yeah, I've seen, I seen this pair. I'm like, oh, those are not just like, these are like some exclusive, you know, I, I they were like... Uh, Army fatigue colors. I'm like, yo, these are. Oh, you talking about my SF ones? Those are also yeah. fire. Those are real fire. So when the SF ones was really like hot, um, I got the original ones that came with the bag. So mm-hmm. you know you got the real SF ones when they came out because you got the tote bag. Mm-hmm. I had the tote bag, and then I got the other SF ones that was really hard to get that are all camouflage. So like the desert camo. So I have those. And then my favorite sneakers that I have in my collection, which I do love, are the uh, the Givenchy Air Max 97s, because 97s are my favorite. Mm. All right. And so you, 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 you were in Runner's World magazine. After, yes, I was um, online with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they put me on on um, on Channel 7 because of it. So shocking. You were shocked? Yes. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm a, a girl from Brooklyn who lost mm-hmm. weight. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not, it's a lot of weight. Don't get me wrong. Um, but when you think about it, it's just doing something that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, as I've, 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 I've seen over the years, it has become inspirational to others. So it's, you know, I get it. Um, but for me at that time, I was just like, you want to put me? Okay. <laughs> you, I, I've been, I'm not a recruiter. And if I think if I was going hard to recruit someone to uh, for a position or something mm-hmm. at comedy, inspiring folks, 
I would I would have given you a call. And I think I have given you a call. Nisha, yo, you need to do, there's this presence there. You know, and I think that's inspiring. It's funny, it's down to earth, it's personable. And now it's taken on like this. I've watched the evolution. My mama said I'm a good time. <laughs> I think it's, you have to to understand that I think it's important. We have to be inspirational in this, you know, regardless if it's me, it's you, it's other people that we know in the runners, in the running community, especially in the black, especially in the black running community. Mm -hmm. We have to find a way to make it as inspirational as possible so we can bring people on. We have to find a way that people can see that this is fun um, and it's not something out of misery. We have to find a way that they can find enjoyment out of it. And if you look like one of these miserable people, no shot, no shade. There's some people that are very elitist for what I don't know. I'm not one of those. I'm not a fast, not a super fast runner or anything like that. You have to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Because if the end goal is to get our people, our shade, our people to be better, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about better, like be the fastest, fastest runners, because we already have that. Okay, shout out to all our lovely Kenyans and Ethiopians that do that. But for us to be better health wise, mm-hmm. um, especially in this country, we have to find a way to make it inspirational, motivational, but fun. If we make it that it looks so dreary and unhappy, Who's going to want to do that? Who's going to want to run? Who's going to want to cycle? Who's going to want to strength train? Who's going to take, you know, Pilates class? Who's going to want to do any of that if there's no joy in it to let you keep on doing it? And I think it's important that when we are using ourselves as that brand for it, it's important that we show that. So where do you find your joy these days? Cycling! You want to see my baby? Let me show yeah. you my baby. Yo, if you tell me you did, you name that bike? Yes. Why would I not name my bike? Everybody names oh your bike. Jesus. I name all modes of transportation. <laughs> if you belong to me in your mode of transportation, you will get named my what baby. Is, what is the name of the of the bike? Okay, so let me show you her first. That's her. She's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Sexy. So she is a Trek Checkpoint SL6. Okay. Um, and her name is Raven because she's all matted black like her mama. Raven. Okay. She got Raven. a last name or Raven Bike. That's her. Um, Raven. Just she's Raven. like Cher. Cher. She's just like one name. One name. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Cycling brings me joy right now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen you on this bike, and then you know, you got the shoes to put on. I'm I gonna clip. try to clip in. I clip, I clip, and I bust my head open, but I clip. You fell? Um, Have you fallen yet? Or you? I've fallen three times. Once inside the house because I was practicing clipping in. It was very comical. No one lives with me, so no one gets got to see the comical the comicalness of me falling in my own living room. Um, and the two times I fell, um, I was clipped in Prospect Park. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got a little bloody. I have mm-hmm. a big cut on my knee. Um, my wrist is a little janky. So like it's a little swollen still here. But I, I still clipping. Okay. Yeah, I I'm fell once in slow motion. Mm-hmm. You probably can't see. There's a little, there's a little dark thing here. I see it. And, and I, I knew I was going down. I was going up the hill. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to fall. I'm falling. Yeah. I'm about as <laughs> Huh? You were moving? 
I was going, I was going up a hill, and somehow or another, I think I just I, I probably didn't even want to be riding the bike. I was headed to the track, I was gonna do my track workout, I figured I'd uh-huh. I'd warm up on the bike, and yeah, I felt slow motion. Yeah, no. I felt stop I stopped. I unclipped, but I shifted my weight to the right, mm-hmm. opposed to getting my foot down and shifting to the left, because I unclip always on my left foot. So I fell mm. twice. So, wow! So now you, you've you, you've ventured over into doing a podcast. Yes, fitness schmitness. Fitness schmitness, because it's not only about fitness; it's about this. About the wine. I like the glass. Yeah, thank you. I just bought these <laughs> from um, Home Sense. They're actually plastic because I was having like a, a, a dinner at my house, and I didn't want no one to use my good glass. Uh, you sound like a true Caribbean person. My good glasses. I don't let nobody sit on my couch. You got plastic on your couch, or you? No. Okay. It's it's the twenty. It's twenty twenty. Anyone that still got plastic on their couch is a problem. <laughs> I don't have plastic on my couch. Yeah, my sister redid her chairs, mm-hmm. and um, I had, well, I had three sisters. One of them asked, like, did you put plastic on, on the chairs? Like, why, why, I could imagine getting up now. Stuck to your stuck. body. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, but my podcast is really about kind of intersecting back to what we were talking about. Um, motivating people, letting them know what the journey is about, that it's not a hard journey and some of the mm-hmm. things that you can do. Even from the standpoint, of, you know, we just, um, you know, as we still are in this pandemic, um, a couple of my podcasts over the past um, couple of weeks have been about how do you exist in this normal? Because your mental health is as important as your physical health, if not even more. So, you know, my last episode was really talking about how do you find your peace within um, your piece of peace. Um, and it was really talking about how I've been finding my peace with cycling and baking. Baking has become um, a, a thing that I picked up during COVID. Um, cycling is something that I've picked up during COVID. And it, it provided me a nice, normal sense of zen. Um, and I think it's important that we not only talk about the physical and how do you work out and how do you do this and how do you do that, but how do you find your your happiness here? That's really important because once you start here and figure figure out the little triggers here, you'll figure out the rest of the triggers down below. And the other kind of thing that I do with it is on my IG page, which is Fit Schmittness, because someone already had Fitness Schmittness and they don't even use it. And I was mad, but that's another story in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I post on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays workouts, and the workouts are for are very short spurts not Mm -hmm. because i'm trying to be lazy but you want to make it in a way that is doable for anyone um and also to say that for people who don't have the time you can make the time i'll give you a prime example um my job i work four days a week i work as as um, a friend of mine says nurses hours so i work four days a week and i get three days off but that means i work from like 8 30 to like 7 7 30 at night so today we have, or tonight we have our, our lovely interview to that together, but I still needed to do a workout. So I did my workout. My workout mm-hmm. literally was 16 minutes and it's literally to this week is all about four exercises, three rounds, 
one minute each. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to fit it in. Like if I had to do a full hour workout, it wouldn't happen today. It wouldn't happen at all. It wasn't happening this morning either because I was tired. Um, so I have to figure out life and I'm trying to make it in a way that it is still inspirational to people, but, mm-hmm. but doable. Um, and I really have gotten a lot of great responses to that. So I've been really putting a lot of intention in getting those exercises up as well as trying to do the podcast. So I'll be posting um, a podcast hopefully this week um, and really getting kind of talking about some other things too, mm-hmm. some fun stuff, because we just need to kind of keep it kind of happy. I think this yes. I think this podcast um, is going to be about wine because I've had I've been asked about a whole entire podcast about wine because that's also my other love. Wine. Mm. You sound like Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so were you what? Were you always like, did you do the, uh, the haul off? My hair? Yeah. Um, so this started when I was to 20, 21, no, mm-hmm. 21. Um, and the reason was because my hair was bleached blonde and then I had it pink. So all my hair, I had mad hair. I had straight hair. It was relaxed and it was pink. So I was like, yeah, go ahead and dye it back black. I'm done with this. She was like, Tanisha, that's not how it goes. You can't dye your hair that is now hot pink mm-hmm. back black. I have to shave it off. I said, what? She said, <laughs> shave it off. I said, no, you can't shave off my hair. That's my hair that grows out of my head. And she said, I'm aware of that. There's no way to get you back to black without shaving it off. So we shaved it off and we realized that my head is very proportional and I look very good bald. So... I go through these phases where I will shave, grow, shave, grow. Um, I find hair to be, I tell people all the time, it's just hair. Mm-hmm. So I'll experiment with it. Color, length. The only thing I won't do is a weave because that crap itches and I like my edges. Um, yeah. But for the most part, I'll I'll experiment with it. And I think mostly because I'm very active, um, this is really and truly the most uh, convenient. Yeah, you just get it and go. Yeah. I, I remember sitting in an interview, and if I swear, if I didn't know... Oh, yes, the pack. Like, so she... I was like, if you don't... I'm trying to be... I said, if she don't... If, please don't... Right here. Don't do it again, please, because I'm going to lose my mind. And sure enough. People... And I can't. I won't... You're not going to see me do that. But this is... This is also... When we think about fitness, you're a black man, so you don't have to deal with this, but as a black female, I hear all the time, I can't run. I can't work out. I can't go to the gym. I can't take a workout class because of. Wow. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be so surprised. Mm. And I get it because especially when I look as being a black woman and working in the corporate world, I have worked in the corporate world. I'm, I'm thankful that I'm still in a corporation, but I can be blonde. Uh, I mean, or I can be bald. It doesn't matter uh, for the company I work for. But there are females that have to go to work and have to have in a long straight weave in their hair. Their hair has to be straight. They have to have on a wig. And that's because of the persona that they have to give off in that corporation, that they can't come in with their natural hair. They can't come in with their bald, cool, beautiful head if they wanted to because of the stares and the looks or the conversations that they may have to have. And I feel for them. And that also leads into the fact that a lot of them, because they have to deal with all of that, they also don't want to have to deal with maintaining it when they have to work out. Mm -hmm. 
And that's bad that we have to have a double-edged sword, especially as Black women, when we're trying to do the best for ourselves. And you can't do it the way that you want to. And, you know, I've been happy that I've been working at places that has allowed me to be a little bit more of me, per Mm -hmm. se, with this. Um, But that is something that you hear from a lot of Black women when they want to work out because they're fearful of sweating out their hair or messing up their hair and things of that nature. And I understand um, of why. There seems to be like an inner activist inside of you. Slightly. Um, I'm not one to protest, but that's a lie because I have been to protest. But I'm also a very, so someone posted recently weapons of each sign. And the weapon that was under my sign is a gun, which is very true because if I had one, I'm shooting with no answers, with no questions. I'm just pop, 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 pop. <laughs> That's why I don't own one because I know me very mm-hmm. well. Um, so I try not to put myself in situations where, from a protest standpoint, that I feel that I can be in harm's way or that something's going to pop off because mm-hmm. I'm going to pop off. Um, but I do like to be involved in ways that I can by informing people, educating, donating to the cause. You know, the cause needs money. So mm-hmm. don't let anyone tell you, oh, why would you donate? The cause needs money. Mm-hmm. To move the cause, you got to give cash. Um, so that's ways that I do it. I vote all the time and I make sure that I'm properly informed about who I vote for. Um, so I think that's really important, um, especially how we have to be, because I think times are changing and I think it's going to be really important of how this could be a big thing. Like 2020 could be a huge shift and change for us as black people. It's just going to be dependent on how we shift and change um, along with it. Yeah. I see a lot of, a lot of, a lot of change coming in. Not, I don't, I don't know what was happening. I was like, Oh wow. She's, she's, she's like a little, I was going to the, the word on the tip of my tongue was rebel. I wouldn't say you're, you're not a rebel. Sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, not all the time, but there's there's this comedic end of you, and then there's this, you know, I'm not taking it anymore. We need to do something. You can't. You have to. Sometimes you just have to. You have to stand up for what's right. Mm -hmm. Um, And you also you also have to understand that you can't do it alone. So you have to partner where you can. And when you can't do how, what are you good at? I'm a good. I'm a person that's a good communicator. I'm a good writer. You know, those are the things that I choose to do in my lane. You know, I have participated in some bike protests and some, you know, things like that. But that's not my lane. My lane is where I'm good at and using my talents for. So now, do you, do you, um, not do you think you, you, you think you're, you're funny, right? You know you're funny, right? I'm hilarious. Pure hilarity. I know. I make myself laugh all the time. So you ever <laughs> think about, um. Stand-up comedy? Oh, no. I'm not about that. I'm not about that. Behind the screen? No. No. I'm just funny. Like, if you put me... If someone put me on camera, probably funny. I don't see myself stand-up funny. Because that's stuff that have to come off your head. And it comes off my head, but I think I'll get a little bit, like, stuck and frozen if someone told me to do Um, stand-up. But probably most of my stand-up would be stories about my family, which are also very hilarious, but I don't think my family wants me to tell (laughs) those stories out loud. I'm going to keep those to myself. Yo, you you are funny. I I, I truly believe that. um, I used to see, used to do these videos, and it it didn't seem 
like it was scripted. It was just it was never scripted. I know what videos you're talking about. Yeah. That was during that was during usually during marathon season. I had something to always say about a run that I've experienced, me ice bath doing an ice bath for the first time. Mm-hmm. It was always something, some topic about something about running that I had to deal with. Yeah. So I used to just go live to talk about it. Because it, yeah. it was funny to me. Like, I just didn't understand. Yeah, and those are the things I think someone stand on the outside looking and saying, you know, I should... This running thing doesn't seem too bad. You know, because she yeah, looks like she's having a ball. Don't do it. Don't take a marathon. <laughs> don't do it. I tell people all the time, it's one of the most stupidest ideas I've ever had in my life. And I can't stop doing it. Don't do it. You're, you're addicted? Yeah, I guess. A little. I just want to finish my world majors and I'll be good. When, when is your, uh, you have two left? Which I have two, Boston um, and, Lo- and London. Boston my last one was Tokyo in 2019. Mm. And so there's nothing happening this year. So, uh, oh, no, no. And nothing <laughs> happening next year either. So I need everyone to get over that. Mm. Nothing's happening next year. If anything happens next year, it would be fall of next year. Mm. Nothing's happening in the spring. Nothing's happening in the winter. Everybody get over it. You ain't running nothing except for your mouth. Well, we will have a lot of episodes coming from Nisha and how tell people how they can get in contact with you. What's next? Um, sure. So a couple of things. So one, um, what's next for me right now is I am an advocate for track bikes. Um, so I actually advocate for the company um, and I am connected to their Upper West Side store. 196th Street. So getting more uh, females on bikes because we were not the ones to bike and especially more black women mm-hmm. on bikes. Um, so feel free to, you know, hit me up if you have any questions about bikes. As you can see, I ride a road bike. Um, I used to ride a hybrid. Now I ride a road bike um, as well, which is very fast and happy. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out to me. Easiest way to reach out to me is through my IG page. So my IG page is Fit Schmidtness. So let me spell that. It's F-I-T-S-C-H-M-I-T-N-E-S-S. Or you could just type my phone name, Tanisha Critchell, and it'll just pop up. Either one will work. Um, I am still really into my workouts, so workouts will still be posted Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, and I will still be doing my podcast, which you can find available on all available major podcast areas, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, you know, all the usuals. You can find me, subscribe, like me, tell me I'm cute. I like that. She cute. I am. She just she, she smiled. She said, I got my head. Mm-mm. And no weave, Pat. So uh, there you go. Yeah. I certainly appreciate you being on the uh, the podcast. Thank you so very much. You're quite it's, welcome. It's been a treat. And when you do your uh, wine reviews, let me know so I can uh, tune into that episode. Yay! I will. I will. All right. Thank you. You're you know, no would have been really messed up if I didn't record this. That would be really messed up because then I would say you're going to have to wait till next week to re-record this because I have to put my clothes out the dryer. <laughs>